What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Mellari. So yesterday was the start of the second round of the NBA playoffs, the conference semifinals. So yesterday was the start of the Western Conference semifinals. It is between the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets, the one seed versus the four seed in the West going at it. Denver won that game pretty handedly, 125-107. to 107. I think Denver's going to give Phoenix a handful in that series. I like Denver to win that series in six games. I think look at Denver's depth. They have two great players, a superstar in Nikola Jokic, a really good star in Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr., one of the better younger players in the NBA. Then they have good role players as well, including Catavius Caldwell-Pope. I really like Reggie Jackson. The Clippers traded him to Charlotte to get Mason Plumlee. Then Reggie Jackson gets cut by the Hornets, and he gets picked up by the Nuggets. I like him coming off the bench. Came up big for the Clippers in their 2021 Western Conference Finals run. Then they also have Aaron Gordon, played they got a couple years ago in a trade. Really good forwards. Had a good year for them, averaging 16 points and 6 rebounds. He had a really good game on, 23 points and 6 rebounds last night. Michael Porter Jr., 11 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. Nikola Jokic, 24 points, 19 rebounds here tonight. Jamal Murray was a story of the night, though. 34 points, 9 assists, 5 rebounds. Unreal performance for him. Off the bench, Jeff Green had 5 points. Bruce Brown added in 14 points, 3 assists, and 2 rebounds. Catavis Caldwell-Pope had 10 points. As for the Suns, Durant had 29 points and 14 rebounds. Also had a great game defensively, adding in three blocks and a steal. He was 12 of 19 from the floor and one of one, one of three from three. Devin Booker, 27 points, eight assists, four rebounds, two blocks, a steal. Was 10 of 19 from the floor. Those are the only two players that really had a good offensive game for the Suns. Chris Paul struggled, just 11 points on one of five shooting from three and five of 11 shooting from the floor. DeAndre Ayton, 14 points, seven rebounds, seven of 11 shooting from the floor. He had a good night. Definitely could do more than he does, though. I think he likes doing more mid-range shooting rather than trying to work closer to the rim. I think he'd be even better if he wanted to be closer to the rim, but he likes taking more mid-range jump shots. Torrey Craig and Josh Okoge, who were killers for the Clippers in the series in the first round, both of them had poor nights. Torrey Craig, just three points and four rebounds. Josh Okoge, two points and two rebounds. Each of them were one of three from the floor. They were two big pieces for role players for the Suns in that series against the Clippers, and they were cold. I and that, That's the thing. Before I, I even recorded this, which I know I'm recording it after the game happened, if I recorded it before the game, I would have said, I don't think Okoge does what he did last series against the Clippers again. And even if the Suns were to win this series, I don't think Okoge is going to be a big reason for why they win that series. It's going to be obviously Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul. I think Okoge and Torrey Craig came up big in big situations. Not sure if I would rely on them again, though, if I were the Phoenix Suns. But that's all they really have for role plays they can rely on. Since their big four, Durant, Aiton, Booker, Paul, are going to be most of their offensive production. And that's the reality of the situation. As for the Nuggets, they can beat you on offense Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and then also have good role plays in KCP, Bruce Brown. I like the Nuggets to win this series in six games. I would say five, but I'm going to go six since the NBA wants to prolong every series they can. So I'm going to go Nuggets in six. As for the Celtics and Sixers series, which will begin, I believe it is tomorrow. I'm going to go with the Celtics winning this series in six or seven games. The Celtics had to beat the Hawks in six games. It took six games to beat the Hawks. So I'd imagine it takes at least six games to beat the MVP of the NBA this year, or will be the MVP of the NBA this year, Joel Embiid and James Harden, along with Tyrese Maxey. I'll go with the Celtics winning this series in seven games. I think Philadelphia gives the Celtics a handful, though. It definitely gives them a run for their money. Definitely won't be an easy series for the Celtics. 
As for the Miami Heat-New York Knicks series, which the Heat surprisingly beat the Bucs 4-1, obviously a big deal uh, that had to do with the Heat beating the Bucs, was Giannis Antetokounmpo's injury. With Giannis out, the Heat took advantage of it, beating the Milwaukee Bucks 4-1 in the series. You see Milwaukee, how good they were in the regular season with Chris Middleton, Giannis, Andrew Holiday healthy. And then you see a different team with Giannis out. It's just a big difference making. Even though Chris Middleton could hold his own for a while, he wasn't going to beat the Miami Heat on his own, especially with how well Jimmy Butler is playing. Jimmy Butler is just a force in the NBA playoffs. Everybody knows that. I mentioned on my radio show a week or two ago now, I said if there's one player I can draft in the NBA to build around in the NBA playoffs every year, it's Jimmy Butler. He might not be the best player in the NBA every year, might not be the MVP, when, but when the playoffs roll around, he is the MVP of the league. He gives you everything he's got. We'll play 48 minutes if that's what you need. He'll give you 40 points if, that, if that's what you need. He'll give you 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Whatever you need, Jimmy Butler will give you two blocks, two steals, and 48 minutes of action. He'll give you whatever you need in the playoffs. That's why Jimmy Butler is a very valuable piece. Nobody, nobody's like him in the NBA playoffs. And that's why I think the Heat could beat the Knicks in six games. I think if you look at the Heat team, Without Tyler Hero, it's obviously a little bit different. They have Duncan Robinson playing more minutes. They get more minutes out of Gabe Vincent, more shots out of Gabe Vincent, more shots out of Jimmy Butler from the three-point line. Jimmy's not really that great of a three-point shooter, but somebody has to space the floor with Tyler Hero not being there to shoot the three. But with Julius Randle being hurt, I know he's been struggling in the playoffs. I think it's going to be a difference maker for the Knicks defensively. The Knicks played very well against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm shocked they beat the Cavs in five games. The Cavs, I don't know what happened to their offense they completely folded. I think obviously it has to do with the Knicks defensively. The Knicks are a great defensive team. I'm sure that played a role in shutting down Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell doesn't just shut down and not give you any production offensively. Obviously it had to do with how good the defense was that the Knicks had. So credit to the Knicks and what they were doing on defense. Clearly it worked. Beating the Cleveland Cavaliers in five games is very impressive. I thought the Cavs would win this series in six games. So beating the Cavs in five games is just very impressive. But I think Miami matches up well against the Knicks. I think they're going to give the Knicks a handful. I'm going to take the Heat winning this series in six games over the Knicks. I'm rooting for the Knicks. I like a lot of the players. I love Emmanuel Quickly, who's a big fan of him at Kentucky. I like Quinton Grimes, good three-point shooter. Jalen Brunson's had a really good year as an offensive uh, threat for them. They picked him up in free agency from the Dallas Mavericks, and he's been great for them offensively. But I just can't pick it against my boy Jimmy Butler. I'm always going to side with Jimmy Butler if he's in the playoffs. So I'm going to have Miami winning this series in six games. So I have the Celtics in seven, Miami in six, Denver in six, and then the Lakers will be playing the winner of the Sacramento Kings and Golden State Warriors. That game seven will be taking place today at 3.30. Definitely will be a dogfight. I'm rooting for the Sacramento Kings, but obviously Golden State has all the experience and have the best shooter in NBA history on their team in Steph Curry. So it's definitely a tough toss-up there, picking between the Kings and the Warriors. So I won't give any predictions for the Lakers series until that series is over. So Game 7 today, whoever wins, I'm probably going to side with the Lakers winning that series, whether it's the Kings or the Warriors. But we'll see who wins that Game 7. I will be rooting for De'Aaron Fox, and some of the biggest fan of him. Love Malik Monk, but it's tough to bet against Steph Curry, and they're starting to win games on the road. They did steal one in Sacramento already. So we'll see what happens in that Game 7. So I won't give any predictions for that. I will save that for Tuesday night on my radio show. But that will conclude this episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it and hope you guys have a good one. Thank you.